Hey guys, welcome to this new episode of The Refill with Grace. I'm the host, Grace Ochokre, and here on The Refill, we talk about personal development and self-care for nurses. And I hope you all are doing really well. It's really cold over here in Texas. I have my jacket on. I have my blanket. It's about 20 degrees outside. So I'm just trying to stay cozy and warm, and I hope you guys are as well. So now we are in the year 2024, and I hope that it's been going pretty well for you so far. And so for today's episode, I wanted to talk about clearing the clutter. So the new year basically symbolizes a new start. And um, something that I like to do is basically go through my life and like I said, clear the clutter. And I think a lot of people, when they think of clutter, they think of physical things, which that can definitely qualify as clutter, of course. But clutter can manifest itself in many different areas of your life. It doesn't have to be physical items. And I wanted to talk about the different ways that we can clear the clutter in different areas of our lives. So for segment one, we're going to talk about decluttering your physical space. So let's start with the space around you, such as your home, your workspace, or really any area where clutter tends to accumulate. So a cluttered environment can add unnecessary stress to your already demanding job as a nurse. So like I said, we already deal with a lot at work. So it doesn't really help us to come back to more work or more clutter or more stress. So let's address that, right? So let's begin by identifying the areas in our physical space that may need attention. And then we can implement simple decluttering techniques. So some tips for that are to create designated spaces. So this is basically where you designate specific areas for, let's say, work-related items or another space for your personal belongings in order to maintain a clear separation. So I think this happens a lot when people have like a junk a junk drawer where they kind of just throw everything in there. Well, this is basically about designating different places for different things. So the scissors goes with the craft things. Um, the notes go where the notes go. Um, just basically little things like that. The pens and pencils go with the rest of the pens and pencils. And also clearing off a place for you to work. Like this is where, this is my desk. This is where I work. This is my room. This is where I sleep, right? It's just a lot of people like to work in their bedroom, but it has been found that that may not be helpful. It's it's good to have a designated place for rest and a designated place for work. Now, another thing you can do is to donate and discard. So you want to make it a habit to regularly assess and donate items that you no longer need or use. So a clutter-free space fosters a calm and focused mind. This is something that I have made 
a habit. Like I said, I had to make it a habit for it to happen, but basically making it a habit to go through what I have, you know, once in a while, if I'm getting clothes out of my drawer, I'm like, you know, I haven't really worn this shirt in a long time, or I haven't worn, um, if I see on the clothes rack, like I haven't worn this dress ever. Like this is never, I've never used this. I don't know when I'm going to use it or where. So I use that as an opportunity to take that item out and put it in my donation bin so that I can donate it. Some people also like to sell the items that they have. That's also another option that's available to you. But yeah, it's just making it a habit to clear out things that you're no longer using so that you can have and make space for more things or less things, right? Some of us need less things, um, but allowing room for more good to enter your life. And it, it's pretty symbolic to me to clear out physical space, to allow physical items that you like, or just to clear out space so that you have a clearer mind, right? So, which leads me to the third tip for this, which is adopting a minimalist mindset. Now, this is not for everybody, but me personally, I like to embrace minimalism. And I do that by keeping only the items that personally bring me joy or serve a practical purpose. There's a very popular book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo, which you have probably heard of, but that book completely changed my life. That that book actually rewired the way that I see things. So everything that I have and that I own, it's something that makes me happy, like genuinely happy or serves a purpose. And so that's how I see things now. And I was able to clear out so much stuff over the past years, uh, over the past few years. And the great thing about this is that I know where everything's at. So I know that everything that I have serves a purpose and it makes me happy and or makes me happy. So it's really easy for me to find things. And that also goes in with having a designated space for everything, right? So you know that this is where you put your books or this is where you put um, your files. It makes it so easy to find things that you might be looking for. Another thing is um, if you have read the book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, let me know your thoughts. Um, message me at Grace Your Mind on Instagram. I'm really interested to know um, what your opinion is on that book because for me, I found it personally helpful. Some people may or may not have. And so I'm really interested to know what other people think about that book. Now, let's go on to segment two where we're going to talk about mental decluttering and mindfulness. So let's shift our focus to mental decluttering. Nursing can be emotionally and mentally demanding. And I don't think I needed to tell you that. I think that you're very well aware that that, that's a thing. So the thing is that makes it crucial to maintain mental clarity and well-being. So let's go over some tips for how we can do that. Some tips are to have a daily reflection. So Set aside time each day to reflect. Journaling or mindfulness exercises can help you to process 
the emotions that accumulate over the the day or the week or the month and help you declutter your mind. So a lot of times we have a lot of things going on in our mind up here, but if we don't get it out on paper or if we don't sit with those thoughts and allow those thoughts to sit in our, um, if we don't allow uh, ourselves to focus and really tune in with ourselves and tune in with what we're thinking about and how we're feeling, you know, that can cause some mental clutter. There can be a lot of mental clutter that can go on there. So, and I also want to add, even like talking to someone, talking to um, someone you care about that's willing to listen, talking to a professional, those are also ways to help get those thoughts out and help us kind of get some more mental clarity. And another tip for this is to prioritize your tasks. So break down your workload into manageable tasks. And you want to prioritize them and tackle them one at a time to avoid feeling overwhelmed. So that's the key. We we want to do this as a task to keep us from feeling overwhelmed because the whole idea from prioritizing your tasks is to help reduce overwhelm. So we don't want to contradict ourselves here and cause the opposite effect. We want to use this as a tool to help us make things more manageable, okay? And another tip is practicing mindful breathing. So practicing mindfulness and mindful breathing exercises can really help you to center yourself during hectic moments. So a few minutes of deep breathing can make such a big difference. And I I challenge you to try it out. I know it sounds so simple, but sometimes the simplest things can have the biggest difference in our lives. So just give it a try and see how you feel. Try it out for maybe five or 10 minutes and see how that makes you feel mentally when you're done with those exercises. Now let's go on to segment three. This is where we talk about digital decluttering. Ooh, this one's exciting. So in our increasingly digital world, managing information overload is essential. So let's explore some tips for decluttering your digital life. I really like this topic because I've always wanted to take the time out to declutter uh, everything that I have digitally. Because I, um, being a business owner, there's there's so many files and receipts and emails and so much going on that it can be easy to get disorganized with those things. But the key is that we want to keep that in check and keep it from getting out of control. And it makes it a lot easier to find things that you need when you practice digital decluttering. So something I did um, this winter break was I organized my digital workspace. So basically this is where you declutter your computer and you organize all your files into folders. This, I will admit, took a very long time. I knew it wasn't gonna be a quick process, but I didn't expect it to take me days, hours, weeks to do this. And it took a long time for me to just like, just to even just, 
you also want to delete the files that you no longer use. So that also took a long time because I had to think, okay, what's this for? You know, and delete that. And I, I deleted so many files. So that also cleared up space on my computer. So that also creates more space, right? More digital space for you to work with. So that's another pro of that. But doing this, you know, having a tidy digital workspace can help improve your productivity, right? Because you can, you know, where to find things, you know, it's, there's not a bunch of files hanging around that you don't know what it's for or why you need it. It just makes things so much easier. 10 out of 10, I recommend. Okay. Now, another tip is email organization. So this is something I didn't get a chance to get to this winter break, but I I do want to do that. But you want to also organize your emails because I know that can also get out of control. So you can create folders and filters to help you organize your emails. It's also crucial to unsubscribe from unnecessary newsletters and because those can really build up. And if you're not even reading them, you know, why, why stay subscribed? You know, we want to reduce inbox clutter. So unsubscribing from newsletters, quick, easy way to help cut down on the clutter and, you know, archive, ar- um, yeah, archiving or um, adding filters and creating folders to organize your emails further can help. And also deleting emails that you know for a fact that you don't, don't need or no longer use. And the last tip for this is doing a social media de- detox. So um, consider doing a social media de- detox and limiting your online presence can help lead to a more mindful and present life. So that's kind of something that I'm doing at the moment is just kind of um, my New Year's intention for this year was to be more present. And in order for me to be more present in my life, uh, I have to pull away from other things, you know, for the time being. So um, it has definitely helped with my mental clarity and I feel a lot more productive. I have, I have a lot more time to do other things. And like I said, it's a social media detox, so it doesn't have to be permanent, but it's something that you maybe just try it for a day. And then if that goes well, try it for a second day or three days a week, you know, however long it takes you to feel more mental clarity. So there's that. And then for our fourth and last segment, we're going to talk about relationship decluttering. So let's talk about the relationships in your life. So basically cultivating healthy connections is vital for your overall well-being. So let's go over some tips for that. So one of the tips for this is quality over quantity. So focusing on quality relationships rather than the quantity of relationships can make a huge difference, trust me. So we want to nurture connections that bring positivity and support into your life. So kind of going through your life and, you know, thinking about the people that bring you closer to your goals, people who support you, that's also important. You want those people close to you and around you. And, you know, it's up to you who you want in your social circle and who you feel is adding to your life or subtracting from your life. 
Okay, that's one way to look at it. Another thing that's important with this is setting boundaries. And it's so hard for so many of us to say no. It's so hard for nurses to say no because at work, we always say yes because we have to say yes, you know, to keep our jobs, right? So it we're just always in the service of other people. So I think it's so important for nurses to learn how to say no and how to give themselves space for what they want in their life and what they need to do in order to care of their self-care. So establishing clear boundaries is important and learning to say no to additional commitments can help reduce emotional clutter. Okay. And the third and last tip is expressing gratitude. So I did an episode on this on gratitude, how I think it's great that, you know, we dedicate time each year to express our gratitude, but I think that gratitude should become a year round thing. I don't think it's something that should be happening once a year. I think it's something that we should turn into a gratitude practice, something that we practice on a year, like year round on a daily basis. And, you know, just taking the time to express gratitude for the positive people in your life. And, you know, because a thankful heart contributes to a decluttered and joyous existence. And so something that I talk about is, you know, if you're not a gratitude list person, because I'm not a gratitude list person, which is okay, that's okay. If you're not a gratitude list person, I have something for you. And you probably already heard of it already, but There's something called looking for the glimmers in life. So looking for those little things that we often overlook when we're going through our day, things that make us smile. You know, if someone holds a door open for you or someone helps you when you drop something or hearing the the waves of the ocean or hearing the the sound of happy children laughing on, on a playground, you know, things that just, those little things that just bring a little bit of a, you know, smile to your day that we often overlook it. That's something that also you can create as a gratitude practice that you practice gradually um, throughout the day. And it's interesting when you do that because you start to become a lot more aware of what we do have in this life. And it's just really can really make a huge impact in your life and really change your perspective on how you see things. Okay. So, um, that wraps up today's episode. Uh, I hope that you found all of these tips helpful because I know that they've made a huge difference in my life. So like I said, um, we want to declutter our physical space. We want to practice mental decluttering and mindfulness. We want to do digital decluttering and we also want to declutter our relationships. Okay. So I hope that these tips inspire you to create a space that creates a way for you to navigate the challenges that often come with nursing. And remember that decluttering is an ongoing process. Okay. It's not something that happens overnight. It's not even something that might happen in one day or two days or a week. It's a process, okay? So please be patient with yourself as you make these positive changes in your life. 
All right, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, I'll be back soon with more insights on self-care and personal development as always. And until then, please take care of yourself. Bye.